Hey, what up, y'all? This is Astral Dim laying in my bed, rolling in it, being getting comfy or whatever. <laughs> As you know, it's my bed and astrology. What up, y'all? What up, what up, what up? This is Astral Dim here, giving you the full moon forecast. Yay! <laughs> we have an Aquarius full moon happening, y'all. It's happening this week. Um, so, yeah. Um, some more releasing to do. That's the beautiful thing about full moon energy. You always have some, some time to reflect on life and release what's... Um, necessary which you should be releasing you get what i'm saying so it's cool shit you know thank thank god <laughs> anyways um this full moon is happening in aquarius um 22 degrees and 24 minutes aquarius to be exact um and it's happening august 15th at 8:29 a.m uh eastern standard time um remember i'm on the east coast of the united states y'all so i have to keep that in mind okay um, so I always like to give the meaning of the full moon, um, of full moons in general, just in case I have any new listeners. Um, so the full moon is basically, um, when the moon's on one end of the earth, the sun's on the other end of the earth. And so, um, you know, the sun is having the full glare, like, the full light on the moon so we can like see what's popping basically um and so um that's what it is astrologically astronomically excuse me but astrologically um this energy is important for releasing um the moon represents our emotions um our private life or even our karmic life right um represents our emotions and um intuition more on the intuition of like like our personal intuition on our personal feelings rather than the um, intuition that you feel between another person or a collective intuition you get what i'm saying um so that's what the moon represents and then the sun represents um our identity our ego um our self-expression um you know and and how we react to things and so remember how i said that the moon's on one end of the earth the sun's in the other and our charts the sun is in one end and the moon is in the opposite end so the energy is opposite so what's happening here is that we feel one way but we, we we are reacting the opposite way okay now i'm going to explain a little bit more on what that means just within a, in a minute or so but um i just kind of wanted you guys to get an understanding generally what full moon energy means you feel one way but you react another it's an inner conflict uh, because you feel that you have to react to the sun um, which is generally true wherever the sun is is what program we need to be on as a collective okay that's what we need to be focusing on that's why we are um, energy of the seasons this is why zodiac astrology is connected to the seasons we're supposed to be in the season of the sun 
whatever the sun wants us to be in, that's what we need to focus on. But if we're failing something opposite, then there's this inner conflict. But this inner conflict is not bad. It's actually telling us, hey, you're uncomfortable because you need to let go of something. You get what I'm saying? So it's a beautiful energy. It's necessary. Um, you know, the term lunatic came from full moon energy um, because... You know, when the full moon happened, people would react more and they would do like off the wall or uncharacteristic things, I guess. Um, and it's because they have all these emotions inside, but they feel like they can't really express it. They have to express it in a different way and it caused turmoil from within. Do you get what I'm saying? And so this is why, um, you know, um, Full moon energy is just really important and something that you need to kind of keep in mind to be able to release what's necessary um, and to kind of um, find a way for you to, um, I guess, like elevate, you know what I mean? And, And for you to be cool and things to be good, you know what I mean? And so I definitely wanted to include that little spiel. Um, this particular full moon, the moon is in the third decant of Aquarius, which is ruled by Venus. And the sun is in the third decant of Leo, which is ruled by, most co-ruled by Mars, excuse me. So we know that the, you know, Leo is ruled by the sun, but it's co-ruled by Mars because it's in the third decant of Leo. Same with um, Aquarius. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, but it is um, co-ruled by Venus. Not all of Aquarius, but the third decant of Aquarius. The um, decants um, are kind of like subcategories within the sign. There's three for each sign, okay? Now, that's funny that the sun is in the energy of Leo, which is ruled by the sun. So, you know, we're really getting pushed to self-express. We're really getting pushed to be more Leo energied, <laughs> if that makes sense, to be about ourselves and our self-expression, our identity, our ego. But the thing is, though, is that the moon is telling us to do something different. But it's interesting, though, because the thing is, is that, you know, the third decant, I always call it the more advanced decant. It's the later stages of the sign, the later lessons of the sign. And so this is something that's definitely all decans are meaningful, but this is something that's really helping us elevate a little bit more. Okay. But with that being said, let me give you just a little taste of what this moon uh, means and why this uh, full moon is so important. For this full moon, what we need to be letting go is the idea that we always need to move as a unit, that we always need to be communal, and that we always need to consider others. And instead, we need to allow ourselves to be the star, to be the focus of the season, to let your ideas, talents, and identity shine. It's all about you and it's okay. It's all about you having fun. It's all about you expressing yourself. And that's fine. You get what I'm saying? That's totally fine. Um, Don't rely on others to let you know how to feel, especially if you're feeling detached or even overly sensitive at the moment. Um, Aqua moons tend to do that, believe it or not. Natal aqua moons where, um, you know, they either are so detached from their emotions 
but more so they're overly sensitive to their emotions and so they see how other people are moving within their community within their you know their network they see they're not really reacting that much and so they play the part and that's why Aquarius moons seem detached but they have so much emotion inside or they have a lot of emotion inside but it's deep inside and they their first layer is layers of detachment but deep down inside they're feeling something great and so as a unit we may be on that vibe of looking to others to see how to feel and how to express when we need to be just very self-expressive there's no need to hold out you don't need to check in with other people this is about you and it's okay you know what i mean um everything doesn't have to be logic based especially emotions go for what you want and what you feel and express that don't go around and look for approvals or okay express yourself freely okay now it's so funny because i actually um saw this post and i still agree with it um (laughs) it's this post um with of like miley cyrus like dancing um on liam hemsworth i think that's her husband and they were at an interview and um well the interview was at like a vanity fair gala so like her kind of like rubbing her butt on him (laughs) during the interview during a formal gala me as a capricorn son a libra in the first i mean not libra excuse me venus in the first house type of gal i'm like hey I'm feeling Chris Hemsworth in this situation. You know what I mean? And so someone was saying that too. Like, you know, this person's acting like a fool during this formal event. And then another person was saying um, that, hey, you know, they should be expressing themselves. Um, Don't you shouldn't like push people to no tell people like kind of like box people in so they won't express themselves. And, you know, I agree. But at the same time with me too, Uh, self-expression is very important self-expression is something that I'm learning that's very important you know my son is in 12th my Chiron's in the fifth right and I have Venus in the first like I'm learning that you know you need to be more self-expressed instead of holding back I get it right but the thing is though is that people also need to be reminded that there's always a time and place for everything you know what I mean? There's um, casual events, semi-formals, and formal events for a reason. Things are categorized for a reason. What we need to also be careful for is to not just um, totally be in the season in the sense where you're totally up saying fuck everything else. I'm just going to be of this right now, right? And so for for instance, like say that that situation with Miley Cyrus and her fiance happened during Leo season. And Miley was like, well, I'm going to be dancing and rubbing my butt on him in his formal event, in his interview and look a little bit unprofessional or whatever, whatever the case is. Right. Because it's Leo season. I have to self, I have to express myself. And that's what I need to be focusing on. You know, please don't be so literal, guys. You know what I mean? Um, Again, there's a time and place for everything. And I am a great, um, I really feel like that's really important. Um, You know, you have to always remember that, yes, all the elements are important. All, um, you know, all forms of self-expressions are important. But again, we are of the earth. 
right? <laughs> Earth energy is very cons- consistent of doing things a certain way at a certain time and all of that, right? And you have to kind of remind, like, I'm an earthling. I'm not a firing. I'm not an airing. <laughs> I'm not a watering. I'm an earthling. And yes, all elements are within the earth, but it's earth that we're talking about. We're of the 3D. Now, I'm not saying limit yourself to the 3D experience only. Um, of course, don't do that. But you have to always be reminded that at the end of the day, you're in 3D. And, and, and it's, this is kind of pushing that that situation kind of reminded me that it's very important for people to find their balance. That's extremely, extremely important. Okay, find your balance and find what's what's good. And you can't just always fully consider yourself, but you have to like consider your surroundings. And it's funny because with this energy so funny this conversation happened at this time with this energy it's saying that hey you know you need to let go of the idea that you need to look to others to know how to act but you need to fully express yourself and that is true right you do need to let go of elements that you need to look around but at the same time don't fool yourself and don't be so literal and take that so fully um thing you know kind of breaking um not breaking barriers but kind of like breaking ways of like how it used to be take steps right but also you know you can't just be fully fully self-expressing all the time 100 not caring about the people around you again finding that balance is important so when i ask you to do these things right to do full moon intentions to let go of certain things and bring in others right i'm telling you to do this with some sense you get what i'm saying i'm telling you to do this uh with common sense with logic and i want you to say yes i do need to be more self-expressive i do need to have more fun um I do need to let go of always considering others' feelings all the time. But it doesn't mean you have to totally stop considering people's feelings, period. You get what I'm saying? Find that balance. All right? So it's so funny how I had a conversation and then now I'm doing this. You know what I mean? And now it's Aquarius full moon energy week right now, you know? It's interesting how things work. (laughs) and I was actually meant to do this um podcast yesterday and um before I had this conversation but thing I could things kept coming up coming up that stopped me and then full moon energy makes me so fucking tired too I slept a lot too and um I had now the conversation happened earlier today and it's necessary for this podcast you know so I definitely wanted to add that in there too um, the interesting thing, too, is like, again, if we include the decans within this energy, um, you know, Uranus is, um, I mean, this full moon is in the third decan of um, Aquarius, which is, of course, ruled by Uranus with Aquarius, but the third decan is specifically ruled by Venus. And so it has the idea of always having to consider others, right? Um and always have to get the other person's side all the time. Um, again, that like you don't always have to do that, um, but there's sometimes where you do have to do that. 
find what you that balance find what you need to let go so you have room to express yourself but don't totally negate the fact that hey i can never i i, I never can can consider other people ever again like that's silly you know what i mean but with this energy too um you know the sun is in the third decade of leo which is of course the sun's ruled by the i mean leo's ruled by the sun but the third decade of leo is ruled by mars too so we need to go for our true desire go for what makes us happy go for our true self-expression but again do this with common sense y'all find that balance y'all don't be silly y'all but also have fun okay now let's go ahead and talk about these aspects that are happening um so there are about like four aspects that uh, are happening during this full moon that i do want to talk about okay um so the first one is um the moon Yep, it's the moon. The moon is um, semi-sextile Pluto retrograde, while the sun is in conjunct um, Pluto retrograde. And I'm just going to pull this up in my transit chart real quick so we can talk about this. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. And so... Um, but this energy is really, really interesting because um, this whole idea of like Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, right, is that we are reflecting on our empowerment and how intimate people within our lives and intimate couplings, whether it's romantic, platonic, or business, and um, how they are important to our empowerment, how they, how other people help build us up, how intimacy plays a part of our empowerment, um, how transformation plays a part of our empowerment. So in order to be empowered and have your power risen, you need to go through transformation, right? Um, you know, that's really important. Um, it, we, we were trying to find this empowerment to gain or to, to have more authority or control within a certain aspect of our life, depending on where Pluto Capricorn is and your chart. You get what I'm saying? Um, and so what we're doing with this retrograde energy is we're reflecting on that and seeing, hey, how can I empower myself more? How can I utilize the intimate relationships in my life more? How can I become more vulnerable to be in intimate relationships? How can I allow more positive transformation to come in my life? How can I handle transformations better within my life as well? Okay, so that's kind of what this Pluto energy, Pluto retrograde energy is um, kind of touching on. But the thing is, though, is that this moon is all about you know how can i deal with these heavy emotions that i have within and make them more logic and always consider the conscious collective um again this this energy is something that we need to let go a little bit of we need to like let loose a little bit more loosen up a little bit more to not always have to consider the collective or your network or the people within your life um you know what i mean don't 
I feel like the reason why Aquarius moons are so emotional is because they're always trying to consider the other folks within their network. And these people may not be even that, not not that important to them, but these people may not have that strong of a connection with them um, as a friend, as a, a, a someone that is really close to them, but they are allowing them to be connected to their emotions because they're always considering them because how Aquarius energy moves how they think it's always communal it's always thinking of others all the time like for instance with me I'm an Aquarius um, rising and uh, that makes sense that I'm the youngest of 10 kids um, I'm always like I'm, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the different type of youngest I'm, I'm not spoiled I'm always considering my siblings and what they would feel and how I can hurt their feelings and it's again it's that communal vibe of always considering others and so with this energy um there's going to be kind of like some confusion here um because the thing is is that you know you want to be empowered and have more authority over your life and control over your life but at the same time you won't let go of this idea that I have to consider others in order to have more authority of your life you need to have more control over your life and if you're always considering what other people are thinking and the collective all the time then you can't really focus on self to have more authority over self you get what I'm saying and so it's really important for you to have that um, balance that I was speaking on before you get what I'm saying um, so that's really important and so it's good that um, it's a tough energy but it's good that Pluto is in retrograde because it's making you reflect on that moon energy of always having to consider others in a certain aspect of your life so if I were you guys um, I would definitely see where Pluto in this um, full moon energy is, going, it is in your chart so you can see where in your life this is actually happening and how this is playing out in your life specifically okay now with the sun in conjunct the moon i mean sorry the sun in conjunct pluto um this is really interesting because uh, you know <laughs> pluto and leo i mean pluto and leo capricorn and leo is in conjunct energy and it's so funny as um of capricorn sun myself i love leos but leos also my seventh house energy so that could be it but there is um, this thing where like Capricorn energy is more reserved and Leo energy is more expressive. Um, and so with this whole idea, especially with Pluto being retrograde, you know, you're really reflecting on how can I show that I have more authority and control and have more authority and control within the transformations that happen within my life, within the intimacy within my life, within and so have more power within my life. And sometimes how Capricorn perceives control is saying that, hey, okay, let me just hold it all in, reserve myself, figure it out internally. That's why Capricorn always kind of like represents that straight face emoji because like, yeah, they look straight face, but inside a lot is going on. It's that reserved energy because they always want to seem like they have some sort of control. Um, and that's really important. But this season with the sun being a Leo is really pushing us to be more self-expressive. To not be so focused on being reserved and being in control all the time. To let loose be the entertainer. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Not be so stuffy all the damn time. 
And so that's something that we're definitely going to be confused about too because you know you want to have that hot girl hot boy summer with that leo energy but at the same time um you know you are focusing and reflecting on how can i make myself have more power within authority within my life and so it's kind of an uncomfortable energy because you're trying to figure out how can i have it all you know what i mean should i lean towards this or lean towards that and every time i consider you know what should I do in Leo season type of energy I always go with where I mean sorry the sun or full moon type of energies I always go where the sun is the sun's always right wherever the season is at the moment is always right because <laughs> the sun is the father you know what I mean the sun is the father it's the it's the thing that we all revolve around so the sun is literally always right during this full moon energy that's what we that's what we're actually pushing towards the sun energy to have more self-expression to be the star to have more light to enjoy ourselves more that's what we need to be focusing on right now but at the same time though it doesn't mean that you have to totally drop the energy that the sun is aspecting um you know just the sun is a little bit more important it has um i can't think of the phrase right now i don't know why i think it's because of mercury retrogrades um shadow period still but Consider the sun first and then and everything else later. You get what I'm saying? Anyways, um, let's continue. Um, the moon is sextile Jupiter and the um, sun is trying Jupiter. This is beautiful ass energy here. Um, especially because Jupiter is going to be I think it already is, ain't it, y'all? Yeah, Jupiter's direct now. Hey. <laughs> so Jupiter's direct now, y'all. So if y'all want to hear me talk about Jupiter being direct, I'd love to talk about that. But it's this beautiful ass energy here. Um, so again, with this full moon, we may be feeling a lot. Um, emotions may be um, strong here because um, any contact with the moon and Jupiter, um, that means that emotions are really um, abundant because Jupiter represents abundance, right? But the dope thing about it is the sextile energy, so it's a learning lesson within that. Um, it's energy that are different. It's energy that's different, right? But they somehow get each other and can learn from each other okay and so you know with the moon being an Aquarius and this whole idea of always considering um others and that playing with our emotions and having to let that go a little bit um you know we're learning that you know with Jupiter being in Sagittarius we're learning um that how that plays a part with possibly our interest when it comes to different philosophies, beliefs, and concepts that we have and what other people have. You know what I mean? So we're not just doing this to kind of be a pushover, but we're really doing this to try to be more understanding and loving and accepting of people and things that are different. But the, again, this is still important for us to have a balance and to be able to express ourselves um, as much as we can. And we're actually learning from Leo season how we can be more self-expressive, um, yet, you know, somehow still consider others at the same time. And I feel like this aspect is really speaking on that. 
with the sun trying Jupiter, we are like, we have this big ass energy right now. We've been having this big ass energy for a while now where um, we are the most self-expressive. Um, you know, people are coming out with music and you see it happening. Um, energy's big. Energy is strong. Uh, we are abundant with our expression, abundant with our talents, abundant with our um, with having fun. Like I, like I mentioned before, Hot Girl Summer is st- will start in August. And I've been saying this for a while. Other astrologers have been saying it for a while, too. And so, you know, it's natural for us to be self-expressive. It is. Um, and we're learning through this deep self-expression that, hey, sometimes you don't always have to think and consider other people like sometimes you can be you can focus on yourself too and you're learning that through different philosophies beliefs concepts religions of the people that you deal with and ones that you personally um took a hold of and hold close to your heart especially because remember how i said that during jupiter retrograde we are reflecting on the philosophies beliefs concepts and cultures um that we have within our lives and if it serves us or no longer serves us so now that jupiter's direct we know what's right for us what's not right for us this energy is actually helping us navigate how we can balance being being self-expressive but at the same time considering others you know too you know what i mean and it's also making us realize as well how we can you know express ourselves openly um but keep the uniqueness within us with the people that we um want to you know what i mean so that that's definitely something as well so it's dope energy um jupiter touching the moon and the sun is amazing especially it trining the sun um, it's going to be easy for us to learn and let go of this of this concept and this thought that i always have to consider what others are doing all the time what my network is doing and i just being me you know what i mean you don't have to serve the community all the time you don't have to consider this group of people all the time you don't have to consider your friends and your network all the time that you could just be well within your talents well within your self-expression well within your identity and that's okay you know the next aspect I see is um, that the moon is opposite Mars um, and the sun is actually conjunct Mars, which is really interesting. Um, this is um, pretty cool energy because with this opposition, um, you know, <laughs> it, it will give us sort of a uh, assertion. I guess it will make us a little bit assertive with our emotions, but in a like different way, um, because <sighs> with this energy, it's almost like the full moon energy. Honestly, is that um, you feel one way, but you're reacting another. It's like you feel one way, but you're also taking actions and focusing on something else so it seems like especially with this leo stellium that the universe is trying to push you to be more self-expressive so you can have fun and enjoy yourself but your emotions is kind of pulling you pulling it back a little bit but the stellium's gonna win it got the sun in there okay that's number one number two fucking three planets other planets in there as well you know so the, the you know the stellium's gonna win in this situation 
But what's happening here is that you feel that you have to be one way, but you're taking actions on a different way and you're reacting on in a different way. And so it's almost like the full moon energy. And so you feel that you need to be communal, um, but you're acting based off your self-expression, off of your identity. And you're gaining this guilt almost feeling like, oh no, I'm, I'm being a little bit selfish. I should be considering what other people want to do, what my network wants to do. When you, you're not being selfish, Leo season, you can be selfish. It's okay, right? It's totally fine. Again, this is the, a perfect time for you to find that balance. It's not that this Aquarius energy is not needed. It definitely is needed. We all We do have to apply logic sometimes. We do have to consider others sometimes we do have to focus on long-term goals sometimes but at the same time we have to find a balance so we can be ourselves express our identity find out what our identity is um and have fun and you know it just express 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 get into romance get into dating shit like that you know what i mean um so you have to kind of um this is like a romantic time too because you know leo and the sun is connected to romance as well and so you have to kind of consider that guys okay um that you know i i i feel like possibly like you have like your network pulling you and almost guilting you or maybe it's the way that you were brought up that's guilting you for being selfish sometimes and again, I feel like selfish is not a bad thing. I feel like selfless is not a good thing. I feel like these interviews are both neutral. And if you are a, glu- uh, a glutton with um, either or, then it's bad. But sometimes being selfish is good. Sometimes being selfless is good. But when you force both of them, that's when it's not good. You get what I'm saying? And so don't feel guilty, y'all, okay? It's really important. Um, and, the, you know, with Mars conjunct the sun, like, you're literally taking action off of your identity, off of you meaning to express yourself, off of trying to have that hot girl summer. And that's what you're on, and that's what you're doing. And you might, like, be combative with it, almost rebellious with it. Um, like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to go ahead and express myself away and I have to do it or I'll you know lose my mind sorry I was distracted a little bit um but you know what I was basically trying to say with the Mars energy you're going to be revved up and almost rebellious and assertive on needing to express yourself a certain way and again it kind of goes back to that conversation that I was having via that tweet you know the other another person that chimed in was like aggressive like they have to express themselves you know what I mean so important it's so important and self-expression is important and that speaks of this sun mars energy like we need to just go forward take action and express ourselves and it's necessary it's needed and at this time yes it is but not again but it's important to find that balance because we can't forget that mars is also opposite the moon okay that we need to also consider others and we need to consider our feelings of considering others sometimes too do you feel what i'm saying y'all so it's kind of with that you know energy too yes we should lean towards the sun but it should be kind of like a 60 40 70 30 thing where we're not totally negating this energy um but 
at the same time, like we're we're like are pushing more towards that sun energy. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what I'm seeing with that energy. Okay. So next is the sun is um, also conjunct Venus while the moon is opposite Venus. I'm so sorry for cutting things off. It's very Mercury retrograde. Y'all know how that shit go, though. (laughs) Anyways, let me continue, though. Um, So the last aspect, um, the moon is opposite Venus and the sun is conjunct Venus. Okay, so this is really interesting energy because the sun and the moon is going to be conjunct exactly this week. Um, It is at this moment. Um, I could double check, but I'm pretty sure it is at this moment. Um, I would say sorry for the bed squeaks, but <laughs> it's my bad astrology, bitches. <laughs> so let me, um, let me look at this real quick. Um, damn, my, my laptop restarted it while I was, um, restarted is it, <laughs> restarted <laughs> while I was, uh, away for a second. So anyways, um, yeah, so Venus and the sun has been conjunct since, let me check, the 11th, right? And it's going to be conjunct for a while. They're going to be like, when I, well, it's been conjunct longer than that, but I'll say this. It's been conjunct exactly since the 11th and it's going to be conjunct exactly, um, up until the 16th okay and so this is like important energy that i'm going to explain a little bit more in detail um but this is potent the thing is is that during the full moon though it will be the sun and the and venus is going to be conjunct um and the and venus and the moon's going to be conjunct at 22 degrees um, as you know, 22, um, that's like a, that's a master number, right? Um, it comes down to four, but also, um, the two is partnership. You know what I mean? Um, coming together partnership and it's Venus is involved. Sun's involved. Leo's involved, which is all about romance and relationships. Okay. So this is really important. So I really feel that this is true for people who are in relationships. Um, what I'm about to say right now. And so this is what I think. I think that in order for us to have that partnership that we want, whether it's romantic or platonic or business, um, in order for us to um, be able to feel that we can express ourselves in this relationships and be able to react to things freely in relationships and to really express the romantic side within, um, in order for you to have that, uh, sorry for the noise in the background. In order for you to have that, um, you need to let go of having to again look at other people to see to to see if you're doing something right. You have to really focus on your pure self-expression and what you specifically want to do, and go off of that, not off of what you think other people are into or what other people think is right or what your network or your group or your community is real is focused on you need to focus on how you want to express yourself 
um, in that relationship. But also the thing is too, is that Venus is definitely connected to self-worth. And so this is you finding your worth within your self-expression as well. Your self-worth and your self-expression goes hand in hand this week, okay? And it's going to go hand in hand throughout this whole cycle because it's the full moon energy, you know what I mean? And so with that being said, you know, um, you... In order for you to really feel worthy, you have to feel comfortable enough to express yourself. But you have to let go of this um, um, uh, idea of having to look to others to, to, to show you how to, to, to kind of understand how you feel. You have to let go of the idea of having to be communal all the time. Um, you have to let go of that idea that you have to reflect on the collective consciousness and to kind of make what you feel like well well not make how you feel but kind of make your feelings validated you know what i mean um all those energies uh with air moons are about validating emotions you know what i mean libra moons have to validate their emotions with one-on-one folks gemini moons have to validate their emotions to their logic or even to like small groups but more their logic they feel like is it logical is this some feeling logical if it makes sense and then Aquamoons feel that they have to validate their emotions with the collective, with the conscious collective. You don't have to necessarily do that. Your feelings are your feelings are your feelings. They're just as important as logic. You just define that balance. Again, the word balance, okay? And so uh, definitely keep that in mind with this energy. Um, But I really feel like this is real connected to any form of partnership, whether romantic, platonic, or... um, business but the thing is though is that you know self-worth is directly connected to um you know other worths like material worth or worth your worthiness to get the things that you want to manifest within your life and so that has a connection with that too you have to feel worthy enough for the relationship in order to get that relationship that you've been wanting do you get what i'm saying and so you know that's really really important so for the folks that are looking for love you know, it's happening. It's going to it's going to come. You know what I mean? It's going to be there. Um, but you have to let go of having to look a certain way or be a certain way. Um, and always like looking and worrying about your uniqueness or your unconventional ways. Um, always have worrying about what other people think. Um, you have to really consider how you just naturally want to express yourself, no matter if it's weird, unique, off or what. Okay, and the thing is, even if you don't get the person that you want, I always say this to folks, right? That when you are your yourself unapologetically and you express yourself freely, what you do is you kind of exude that energy out into the universe, and then you manifest the right people within your life, the right people that are supposed to be in your life that you're supposed to learn from and that you feel comfortable with. You get what I'm saying? That's both on the platonic, romantic, and business side. And so, you know, the more that you close yourself, the more you um, repel the right people that need to be in your life, and the more that you repel people just in general. Unconsciously, people can sense if you are, you know, blocking yourself. And they not might not get it in a logical sense. They not may even understand it. But subconsciously, they're like, Mm-mm, not her, I'm going to her. Mm-mm, not him, I'm going to him. Or, Mm-mm, not him, I'm going to her. Or Mm-mm, not her, I'm going to him. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's like 
it's a subconscious thing that they don't even realize and that's why like I always give this example if you see two people together one person looks like they got it all together one person looks meh and that for some reason one the um the fine guy or the fine girl always goes to the meh person because the meh person knows themselves are comfortable with themselves and expressing themselves freely while the person that seems like they got all together may have some insecurities that are blocking them you know what I mean I'm not saying all people that seem like they got it all together has that issue but I like to use that example because you know there's a lot of people who you know people assume like oh you got people all over you all the time that's not necessarily true all the time you know what I mean um you know, if they have some inner insecurities or if they are not expressing themselves appropriately, subconsciously, people are going to not approach them. You get what I'm saying? So it's really interesting. Something that people need to consider for sure. Okay. All right. So I'm going to end this here for the commoners. <laughs> okay. Let me stop. But listen, though, I'm I'm going to do more um, on this, but it's going to be only for my patron folks. Okay. For my patrons, um, you know, there isn't any, um, you know, aspect patterns, but I'm going to go deeper, patrons, when it comes to the Venus sun combustion, that when I remember that that could tight conjunction between the um, sun and Venus and how also um, Venus is opposite the moon. Like I'm going to talk a little bit more deeper on the Venus combustion because this is directly connected to this cycle the four i think it's 587 day cycle that venus has um and there's this thing with venus venus it has the morning star and the evening star at this moment venus is going from morning star to evening star and so it's showing you two different sides of venus and so um it's it's really really interesting right um, and I'm going to speak a little bit more on that. Um, it's kind of showing the maturity of the certain aspects of Venus. It's, um, it gets deep and it gets interesting and we're going to talk about that. Okay. Of course, patrons, we're also going to be talking about the fixed stars that are, um, happening. Um, that, well, the fixed stars that are happening, excuse me, how the full moon is conjuncting the fixed stars. Um, we're going to be talking about that. And then lastly, I'm going to go through the houses. Um, you know, if the moon's in this house and the sun's in this house, what does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. But that's only for the patrons. Okay. That's only for the patrons. If you're a commoner, you're just going to get this and that's it. (laughs) For all you commoners. No, so let me stop. That's so mean. I really do appreciate y'all for real, for real. I appreciate y'all greatly for listening to me and listening to my podcast um so much that i actually am gonna do some um blessing work and um send you guys a blessing so anyone that follows me within this week um you're going to get a blessing next this week next week within this week and next week possibly this month but i'm feeling like this week next week you're gonna get a blessing and you know if you're wondering how did i get this wonderful blessing i probably have a little something in there it's probably because of me a little bit just a little bit (laughs) okay uh but yeah thank you so much for supporting me i really do appreciate it i love giving i love supporting and i i love that you do that for me so i'm gonna do a little something for you okay I love you. And um, if you're interested in being a patron 
and my Patreon page. Go to um, patreon.com slash astrodembaby. Okay? You can also go on my YouTube. I'm going to post something eventually. I only post these, like, new moon, full moon shits. But I'm going to post something different eventually. I, I, I've been saying that I'm going to do the astro tarot thing. And I never do it. I'm going to do it one of these days, child. <laughs> Just keep a lookout on that. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, I-M-M-I-D-D-I-M-M-I. Or you can follow me on Instagram, the underscore Astrodem. And yeah, um, if you're interested in a reading as well, Etsy.com slash shop slash Astrodem. Hit a real one up. All right. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Peace.